1: Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing.
0: you know how fast you are going?
1: Industry news, trends, the people involved.
0: I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Demuth. This is Kelly Smith.
1: This is Travis LaTroy. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Week. Glad you're with us. I'm number two of the program as we continue. Part of the Evergreen Podcast family, a diverse and dynamically it's, uh, curated, and that's a new word, I think. Um, specific to the industry curation i mean you could be a curator if you have a museum for example your job curating new art or art to add to the collection well in this case they are curating radio as shows and podcasts so check them out online you'll find other products you like besides the pit pass show evergreenpodcast.com look for them online uh, our number one if you missed any part of i'm going to invite you to check out the brand new website of course that brand new website is pitpassmoto.com. But uh, we featured Tommy Hayden, Lee Collins, and Tristan Avery all in our number one. Shortly, you'll be able to listen to all of that on the website. and go back and listen to a bunch of different shows. Very easy to navigate around, and that's kind of a big deal for me. I don't want to have the website itself be a challenge to me. I want to be able to challenge myself with available time. What do I want to listen to today? So check it all out um, as the company continues to evolve into uh, what we want it to be, and we hope hope you do as well. Do up this hour, Todd Hammock and Trevor Stewart. Our contributors in this program include Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy uh Jack and Leanne DeLeon, our producers, both online and terrestrial, and our flagship station here in Des Moines, Iowa, AM 1460, KXNO. Uh, sitting to my right is P.J. Duran. P.J., outstanding first uh, first hour. Let's go to you, sir, with the hot takes.
0: Oh, as we had
1: discussed in the
0: previous hour, uh, we were wishing our best to Malcolm Stewart, who unfortunately, mm. or Malcolm Smith, excuse me, not Malcolm. Malcolm well, yeah, Stewart as too. well. Yeah, yeah, he's unfortunately <laughs> injured as well. Uh, anybody we know named Malcolm uh, has injuries currently, and then also the International Island Classic. We followed up with uh, Josh Hayes winning the final of four races, uh, finishing third overall, um, and wishing our best uh, to another injured rider, Jason
1: Pridmore, who uh, unfortunately broke his leg at the... Uh, Island Classic. All right, let's, uh, and I'll give you my hot takes. The 450 uh, Supercross results from Oakland, including a third place fl- finish by Blake Baggett. Marvin Muskin took second, and Cooper Webb Coop was number one. Nice job out of Webb. Cool. And uh, we go to the 250 West results, and they include Colt Nichols in third, Dylan Ferrandes uh, in second, and Adams Ian uh in first. Coming up next, San Diego on the Uh, Saturday, February 2nd, and then followed by Supercross Minneapolis, Saturday, February 9th. So if you can't be on the West Coast and are in the Midwest, man, get your tickets now and see all the stars of Supercross as they invade the Twin Cities. It's always exciting up there, beautiful arena, play basketball there, and uh, good good folks up there in the Twins. So you're going to be able to see some great racing and maybe, maybe some legendary guys that were, oh, I don't know, sponsored by uh, Target. Hmm, who could that be? Scratching your head. Uh, again, coming up this hour, Todd Hammock, our first guest, however, and hour number uh, two, first guest, Trevor Stewart joins us. Trevor, how are you? Trevor, are you there? Yes, sir. There Excuse you me. are. Great year for you, sir. Uh, JGR Honda, right? Uh, uh, JCR. In the, J- I'm J-C-R. sorry, did I say that? I yeah. said JCR. Yeah, JCR. <laughs> Th- yeah. Thank you. Uh, you clinched. Yeah, you
2: did mess
1: up. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start over again. Trevor Stewart joins us uh, from JCR Honda. Uh, you clinched the 2018 AMA. Uh, uh, what was it? Big Six WCGP yes. Championship. Yes, um, yes, a lot sir. of folks may not be familiar with that. And fill them in. What is the 2018 AMA Big Six WG? Excuse me. WG. <laughs> WC, <laughs> I, I didn't bring my cheetah.
0: WCGP. Leg. Thank you. Thank yes you. sir. There fill it fill, is.
1: Fill in. <laughs> um,
2: it is a it is uh, I think it's questionably well arguably the uh it's the GNCC of the West Coast, you know, the terrain's obviously a lot different, sure. but uh the 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 stack of uh professional off-road riders out here that that uh compete in the series uh is just uh, about the same as GNCC, you know. It's uh it's stacked to the top. Uh it's uh, an hour and a half grand prix style race. Um uh it's you know, there there's many different uh different terrains that we go through all year long. Uh you know, one would be the desert and uh two would be, you know, tight technical trails and three is uh, you know, at a at a motocross track like in Helen, you know. Um it's it's an eight round series and uh definitely makes for a uh for a grueling uh for a grueling year of racing. Uh but that's that's basically what it is. Um it's I think it's one of those series that's really uh blown up out here on the west coast and it's what we're trying to do we're trying to make uh we're trying to make west coast off-road racing great again
1: Um, (laughs) uh you got your own red hats oh yeah (laughs) and
2: it's uh yeah
0: it's never really been missing much out there i mean trevor if it seems like the west coast is is and always has been pretty stacked what's big six stand for
2: um like, the actual words?
0: Or well, no, I mean, why is it called the Big Six? I think there's more than six races in your guys' series, is that? aren't there?
2: Yeah, th- there definitely is. That's um, actually a good question that I, I don't have an answer to. Uh, you know, I think maybe there used to be six races, and now they added a couple more. but uh,
0: That sounds I mean, believable. Uh, I was just curious, because I've not heard yeah. anyone, and it just never occurred to me. What do they call it, the Big Six? Well, how six? would we
1: even ask about that? I mean, let's get somebody on the phone. Jack, can we do that? I have, no,
0: I have no History idea of? it's actually uh it's not as easy as one might think to find information about the big six series online hmm. um because that is not the actual website that you go to for your race right
2: uh right and uh, they're in uh we're actually in a change of um uh, of websites and uh and a uh, series name uh it's actually going as the uh, n g p c series uh now which which will stand for I, I do know this one it stands for the uh, the national grand prix <laughs> championship series uh, a little bit of a talk twister. but uh, at the end of the end of this year um the ama decided to make uh that series uh, a national championship which is you know just as uh which would just be as prestigious as you know a gncc uh xc1 championship something along those lines that's uh, awesome yeah it's, it's it's really good for us. It's it's great for great for all the racers, great for all the OEM brands and uh it's good for Honda. Uh, and, uh I know they want to they want another number 1 championship. So that's what myself and uh, my teammate Ricky Brebeck are going after this year. He's uh competing in the uh NHHA, which is the National Hare and Hound. Um and I'll be doing the NGPC series. Uh so that's that's the goal this year. That's what we're what we're shooting for and uh we're, we're hoping to make that happen
1: what's Brayback like as a teammate do you get do you spend much time with him
2: I do I do uh not as much as I'd like you know he's he's quite the uh quite the world traveler nowadays He's just uh just got home from Peru after a uh after a tough break at the uh, 2019 Dakar rally um he basically had the thing wrapped up and uh just had a had a bike malfunction, which was a bummer, but, uh, mm-hmm. I don't get to see the guy as much as I'd like to, but, uh, man, he's, he's a really solid guy. Um, I'm able to learn a lot from him, uh, as a teammate and, uh, I get to, you know, um, just, just listen to what the guy has to say. He's a very knowledgeable person and uh, very likable, easy to talk to. And, uh, um, we, we do our fair share of trail riding and, uh, you know, talking smack back to one another as, just typical teammate kind of stuff. Uh, he's, he's a really good dude, and uh, hope to have him as a teammate for uh, for a long time coming.
1: I'm not going back to Peru by the way. Neither is Tony Wink, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> we were on the beach, okay, just sipping uh, some mai tais and some margies, and uh, they kept trying to push us back in the water. You know, trying to save <laughs> our lives. But uh, it was <laughs> it was touch save and go. Save your <laughs> lives, huh? <laughs> oh, man, the poor folks. Poor folks in Peru. Let's go back to PJ.
0: Trevor, what's a, a NG... I'm just curious about what the, the course of a race weekend looks like, especially now that this is going to be a national series. Um, what's what's a weekend look like? I mean, are you trucking in on Fridays for a, for a race weekend, or is it, I mean, hour and a half is, it sounds like your main event. I'm assuming there are qualifying races uh, throughout the course of the weekend.
2: Um, um, no, there's, there's no qualifying races, uh, unfortunately, because I feel like it'd be able to, uh, uh, kind of settle our, our fair share with, uh, some of the lappers that we run into and some of these, uh, tighter races that we have. But, uh, uh, no, there's, unfortunately there's no qualifying. It's more so along the lines of, uh, yeah, you do show up Friday, you, you, you come in and, uh, my, my dad, actually, my dad. Is uh, the truck driver for, for the JCR Honda team? So he actually comes in uh, on Thursday night and sets up, and gets, gets uh, you know a great spot in vendor row for everything to look nice and pretty. And uh, I usually come in uh, Friday evening or Saturday morning uh, because there is a, a practice that the pros are able to do uh, at the end of the day on Saturday and followed up with the pro race, uh, the main the main event. Sunday at, at uh, 1230. So, um, it, 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 definitely is a weekend ordeal, but, uh, I don't complain. You know, I don't, uh, get to see my parents as much as I'd like to, but on those weekends, I, I get to spend my fair share of time with them. So, uh, it's, it's a nice family atmosphere. Um, and it's, it's a good time.
0: And so I assume throughout the course of the weekend, you know, you being the pros, you're the highlight, a uh, highlight race of the weekend. There's a lot of amateur and local A, B, double A, perhaps yeah. uh, uh, race classes. Uh, how big of an event is? That? I mean, is it? Uh, if you've been to a GNCC, would you compare it favorably as far as the overall uh, turnout that you see at the one of these events? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I I wouldn't. Um, I feel like GNCC has such a uh, such like a, a legendary. <laughs> um, just it, it's crazy. Uh, I I don't know. Those guys come from all all sorts of places out of the woodwork for for GNCC it's it's pretty unreal um uh, I, I feel like that's why they are the the number one off-road series uh arguably in in the world I mean the turnouts that they get is amazing yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty crazy but uh I mean we we do definitely have our uh our fair share of uh people that come out for these races I know we had I believe just under 3,000 entries uh the first round wow.
0: Yeah, That's a good size yeah. event, and you're going to fill yeah. an awful lot of territory with trucks and trailers with that many race entries.
2: Yeah, it, it's pretty unreal, uh, especially the first round. It's uh, uh, as you guys probably know, it's a very, uh, very prestigious event out here. At least uh, it's the Adelanto Grand Prix is the first round of of the NGPC series. Uh, they've kind of taken that over, taken it under their wing, and uh, made it into something uh, I'd say much greater now. Uh, like, like I said, the spectator turnout is pretty unreal. I know, I'm not sure what the number count was, um, this year, but I know last year there was, um, just over 10,000, uh, spectators for the event. Um, which is, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy for an off-road race, you know, and for for guys like us who are uh, trying to make a, a living at this is, uh, it's pretty awesome because, you know, we, we get to, uh, we get that that space you know that time slot to uh what is that you know show people what what we do you know in a different aspect of motorcycle racing and i think that's that's really cool we're really fortunate to be able to uh put on a show for for these people on the west coast because uh you know obviously supercross out here and uh you know being in the the, the hub of southern california takes a lot of the toll of uh, motorcycle racing and takes a lot away from from uh from us as as professional racers so when we do get a, a good showing like that, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see. It, it really is. Uh, we got a lot of kids running around the pit, super excited to, uh, get, get some Jersey signed, and uh, get their hats signed, you know, it's, uh, it, it makes them feel good. And, uh, it, I guess you could say it gives us a little bit of a reason to, uh, you know, work a little bit harder and, uh, Take home,
1: take home a win. <laughs> I like the guys that uh, are, are, like, standoffish, don't like to sign autographs and everything. But then they wonder, okay, in the twilight of their careers, why doesn't anyone come up and ask for my autograph anymore? Right. You know what I mean? you got to take yeah. it, and you got to relish every single bit of it. Not every fight's yeah. going to be a win. Not every race is going to be a, victor, uh, a victory lap. But, you know, you, it's everything. Take it for what it's worth and enjoy it, for goodness sakes. Right, All right.
2: I can't tell you how much I agree with that, you know, because, uh, number one, I mean, on a scale of, uh, on a scale of importance in this world, our sport isn't too big, you know, as, as a whole thing, uh, you know, we're, we're very small, we're, we fill a very small portion of this world, you know, so these, these guys that, uh, some of these guys that race motorcycles, you know, not taking anything away from anybody, but you know, none nobody's too important to, uh, to go make a little kid's day. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. You're racing a motorcycle, you know, these kids look up to you. And, uh, I think it goes obviously for the same as, as some of these, uh, professional supercross motocross races, you know, like, uh, uh, Dean Wilson is a very close friend of mine. And, uh, you know, he, he's been at every single supercross race this year in a sprinter and he's got the longest line of, of little kids waiting to get their autographs signed. you know, and he sits there and spends that, that two hours. You know, I mean, it's crazy, and, and it's what he does, and that's why he is a fan favorite. That's why a lot of people like him, and that's why he gets the support um, that he does. Um, and same goes for somebody like Aaron Plessinger. You know, he's got a smile on his face all the time. Always. Those are the, Yeah, those are the riders we need in this world, you know, and uh, I've been able to learn quite a bit from both of those guys. They're both very, very close friends of mine, and, um, and yeah, I, I, I think it's awesome. You know, they're, they're never too good to... To uh, you know, to, to take a picture with somebody or sign something for somebody, and I think that's awesome. It's uh, they're, they're very humble people, down to earth, and uh, you know, not taking anything away from anybody else. You know, a lot of guys in, in the sport are uh, most definitely the same way, but you know, some uh, some are uh, some are questionable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say: you're never as tall. Uh, as when you stoop to sign an autograph for a child, because you know what? They, they obviously mm-hmm. think the world of you anyway, yeah. but when yeah. you, uh, man, that's, that's a whole different kind of enormity and that difference you just made us PJ uh, final for you.
0: Yeah. I was just wondering, you, you'd mentioned uh, a couple of very fast pros who are, are you getting to ride with, uh, some local, uh, MX or supercross pros as part of your training uh, at all? Trevor.
2: Yeah, actually. Um, My trainer is, uh, his name's Ethan Yadis and he actually works for Aaron Plessinger. Um, Aaron's uh, one of my best friends, um, and as is Ethan. And, uh, so I get to do a lot of my training, uh, not so much riding nowadays, or at least right now, uh, due to, um, due to, uh, the supercross season, obviously (laughs) it uh, would be a little bit weird to see my big tank on a supercross track, (laughs) 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 but, um, but, no, uh, during outdoors and stuff, I get to do a lot of riding with those guys. I mean, there's, there's a list of them. Um, I, I did a lot of preparation uh, with guys like Brock Tickle this year, um, uh, one of my closer friends that I've uh, spent a lot of time with and will actually be my roommate here in a couple weeks, uh, Mitchell Falk. He, he'll be contending in his first East Coast Supercross race next weekend in uh, Minnesota. I do a lot of riding with him. Um, and I, I get to do a lot of training with those guys too. And I think it's uh, super important for my program, um, to be able to work with those guys because, you know, it's not like I'm racing them. So, um, I get to kind of get a different, uh, side of them, uh, that they probably don't show a a lot of people because I, you know, I don't have to race them on the weekends, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so it's really nice. I, I do, uh, especially during outdoor season, I get to get a lot of riding in with, uh, you know, most of the, the, the star Yamaha team. Um, and, uh, I do some of my, my training and my yoga and stuff like that with the star guys every morning, uh, every Monday. Um, so it's important, I think, to be able to spend time with them and, uh, learn a lot from those guys. And, I uh, think it's more, uh, for me, I think just mentality, uh, right. just tact, you know, and stuff like that and being able to, uh, you know, uh, I guess, Bank off of one another, uh, just different ideas and different ways to go about cer- certain uh, situations is uh, is huge for me. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely I benefit it uh, most definitely, and uh, hopefully get to uh, do some more riding with those guys this summer.
1: We hope so too, but uh, but I, t- I got to tell you, we're up. Past the break, so we're going to have to cut you loose and uh, send you off into the pits. Uh, But we do appreciate you joining us, Trevor. Best to your family and everybody in the great Northwest. Good luck at the upcoming rounds. Yeah. Thank you this program can be heard on your favorite podcast app including stitcher spotify your rss feed the traditional uh also overcast google podcasts and itunes it's easy enough to get just sign up for it and uh take us wherever you go you're going on an airplane want to listen to us while you're in the air We could do that. Uh, Maybe you just want to hang out with us and listen live. You could do that as well. So uh, just check out the website for more information, pitpassmoto.com. Back on the other side. Coming up next, Todd Hammock. Stay tuned.
0: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.